Hi friends, welcome to episode 7 of the Define Normal podcast. Happy Black History Month. For Black History Month, I'm only featuring Black guests on the podcast all month. The first episode is a solo episode with me, and I'm talking about the wild west of the dating apps as a Black woman. So after the episode with Stu and Natalie, my two friends who found each other on Bumble, I was convinced by a couple friends to get back on the dating apps. If you listen to that episode, you know I'm notorious for having the dating apps for a day or two and then deleting them. If you have been on a dating app in New York City, it's, I mean, there's a lot going on. It's pretty hectic, but also it's like everything and nothing at all. There's a lot going on, but at the same time, you could be on there and nothing's going on. So I just go after it. I start swiping, getting some messages, messaging some people. People are messaging me and it's just funny because I love talking to people But this cold interaction with strangers is super funny based on like three facts you know about them. Like your name is Tom, you live in the West Village, you're 32, and you work in finance. Like from that, I'm supposed to message you and say like, oh, like how do you like your job in finance? Or like, oh, I noticed you too like Tame Impala. Like, you know what I mean? It's just very, it's very general conversations with people. But My biggest takeaway from the dating apps this week is people are getting bold in quarantine. So I have a few stories for you. The first one is I matched with a guy on a dating app and we probably exchanged five messages. Like he was like, hey, you have a really cute smile. And I was like, thank you. And then he was like, basically, how are you doing? What's up? And we exchanged a few messages after that. I fell asleep. And I didn't answer him, obviously, until the next day. And he had sent me a message that was like, hey, here's my phone number, like, if you want to connect outside of the app. So I text him and I'm like, hey, got your message. Sorry, I fell asleep last night. This is Shelby. Not even five minutes later, he calls me. The cold calling is shocking because, I don't know, aren't we the generation of people are like, have phone anxiety and are scared to talk on the phone? Like, I'm not used to strangers calling me. I personally don't have phone anxiety. I love a phone call. Um, Once upon a time during one of my one week Bumble spells, I had on my profile, like something I like is when people call me instead of texting me because I think it just expedites the process. Like I can hear your voice. Um, We can get all of those that get to know you questions out pretty quickly because we are basically just on this free flowing phone call. I also might ask you stuff that I wouldn't ask you via text. So he cold calls me. I answer it. It's like a Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Like I'm laying in bed scrolling the internet and this man has rogue called me. So we're on the phone. He's asking me how I am. He's like, good morning. How are you? Um, I noticed he has a Chicago area code and I used to live in Chicago, spent a lot of time in Chicago. So like that definitely piqued my interest. I was like, oh, you have a Chicago area code. Like, did you live there? Like, What's your connection to Chicago? And he's like, oh, yeah, I lived there for eight years. We talk about neighborhoods, like where I lived, where he lived. So like, that's cool. That's like a first good connection. But I'm still on the phone with a stranger. So I, I'm, it's kind of like these awkward pauses, like the conversation's flowing within their moments where it's like, I don't know this person at all. So we are just speaking on the phone on a Sunday morning. And he asked me more questions about what I do. Um, and then it's always that thing on dating apps that feels super And I think I'm like over um, cautious, but it's like, I don't want to tell people exactly where I work. I mean, at this point, 
He knows my first name and he knows I work in tech. I'm I'm the FBI, so if I know like two things about you, I'm able to Google and find you, but I don't think everyone's like me. So before I really know people, I don't tell them everything about my life, like where I work, what I do. I'm like really general. Like I work on a creative team at like, you know, a big company. Like I don't tell them everything. So it's kind of interesting when you're on the phone to skirt around those questions. So I kind of like, I gave him an answer. I just didn't tell him um, where at first. And he tells me what he does. And I also think what's great about the phone is it allows you to be more blunt. Because if you know me in person, like I'm very direct. I say what's on my mind. But in text, I realize I don't do that as much because you have time to think about it. So he says he works in finance. And like, if you could see me right now, my eyes are rolling. I was like, okay, cool finance. Um, So I asked him out loud. I was like, do you like working in finance or do you do it for the money? Because I don't know, I'm always curious, like, do you, is that a career you enjoy? I mean, a lot of guys in New York work in finance. And he says to me, well, I like it because I own the company. So I'm a bit of an entrepreneur as well as working in finance. Like I'm a partner at a company I co-founded. And I was like, okay, okay, good answer. We love to see it. And then he's talking about like date ideas. Keep in mind, it's still the middle of a global pandemic. So I have not been on an in-person date with anyone. And I kind of struggle with that. Like it's cold now. So earlier in the pandemic, friends that were dating were doing like dates at outdoor dining or like grabbing a drink or walking through the park with someone. But we just had a snowstorm. So there is no sitting outside. Um, There are no getting drinks. So it's kind of an awkward position to be in. Like you can do things like go to a museum with a mask or you can do outdoor dining places where there are heat lamps. But like you're going to be looking like that Bernie meme where you're wearing a coat with your arms crossed outside in a mask. Um, Not exactly the first date vibes that I'm trying to set. So it's kind of interesting when he was like, oh, I'd be interested in like hanging out. Like, what would you want to do? Me being myself, I have an attitude a little bit. I'm a little sassy. And I said, well, you're on a dating app. So I feel like you're taking multiple girls on dates. So like, what have you been doing with other girls? And he laughed. Like, I can't believe you just said that. Um, And he tossed out some ideas, kind of just what I said. Like, I've been doing some drinks, like outdoor dining, uh, going to museums, that kind of stuff. But he was like, don't worry about it. Um the first date won't be at my house. And I said, of course it won't be because that's not a date. And he laughs again. And I think it's so interesting because I'm being very direct because he's a stranger and we're on the phone and we don't know each other. And so I feel very comfortable being myself. It's Sunday at 10 a.m. But the banter that you have with these people is hilarious because it's like, yeah, of course I'm not going to your house on the first date. And because that's not a date. And then he's saying to me, yeah, like, you'd have to earn that. Like, you'd have to earn coming over to my house. And then that's where, like, sassy Shelby steps in. I'm like, I don't have to earn anything. Like, it's more likely that you would have to earn that than me. I feel like men, when they're being playful, it's like, it's very interesting because the bar, and I said this to him, so, like, lol, the bar is on the ground for men. So, If you saw my group messages with my friends, sorry, friends, I'm going to have to out some of you. When guys do the most simple things, I get a text about it. A guy explains himself before he goes to you. I get a text about it. 
a guy who you've consistently been hooking up with does something for your birthday. I get a text about it. A guy that you like calls you and asks you to do something. I get a text about it. So, you know, obviously the group chat is sacred. We're telling each other everything. We're, we're telling each other every single move this guy makes. I hate to tell you guys that. It's that serious. But at the same time, when you look at what's happening, it's not big lifts. Like we're excited when guys do little things because the bar's on the ground. So I said to him, honestly, I'm not that impressed by many things that guys do and not in a, you need to impress me and take me on a fancy date way. But like, it's just, you guys don't do much and I'm not going to celebrate the bare minimum. So like, pretty sure you're the one who's going to have to earn it. And also like, what a strange way to flirt. Like, I don't even know you yet. I don't really want to go to your apartment. So in my eyes, there's nothing to earn at this moment. So of course I said all that, which is like very on brand for me and is probably why I'm single. But he thought it was funny. And he was like, okay, all right, wow. And he was also saying, I'd like to spend more time with you. He was like, we we can do something Saturday, but I would love to spend more time with you. And I'm like, let's just get to date one. You haven't even met me. You think that it's you think that it's funny in this 15 minute conversation, but you could very well want nothing to do with me when you meet me. So like let's just take it day by day. And It's interesting because I also have to give him brownie points for the phone call and I did live. I was like, I have to say, it is pretty bold for you to cold call someone you met on a dating app on a Sunday at 10 a.m. And I mean, it's a pandemic, so I answered. But if I were like, if it were a normal time, I probably could not have been bothered with that phone call. I would have been like, I'm on my way to a workout class or like, I'm going to meet my friends for brunch. Like I could not have been bothered with that. But because we're sitting here, he kind of sparked this unique opportunity to connect with people because we're just sitting in the house. Like, I love that there was a phone call. In fact, I kind of think there should be a standard. I know Stu mentioned that on his episode about virtual dates and like connecting with people before you actually meet them because it that phone call solidified whether I wanted to interact with him more or not. There are so many guys who like text you to death and it goes back to the whole stranger thing like I don't know you and it's very difficult for me to like keep up a conversation with you constantly because we don't know much about each other and I don't want to talk so much before we actually interact that I have nothing to say so loved the phone call gave him brownie points for that but of course in true Shelby fashion had to give him a little bit of a read because like who's earning what like don't do that so ranking that phone call seven out of ten And the next day, actually, sorry, later that day, he texted me. So, of course, like I said, girls tell their friends everything. I FaceTimed my college roommates. We're on a a group FaceTime about what just occurred. I'm not versed in this app situation. Are dudes cold calling girls from the app? So I wanted their opinion. I wanted to tell them about the conversation. Probably the most exciting thing that happened that week besides work Zoom meetings. So, like, of course, I'm alerting the media. We talk about it. Of course, we unpack every word that was said Um, (laughs) because I'm telling you, like, that is what happens. And in the midst of this FaceTime with my friends, he texts me and he says, so nice talking to you. A week seems like so long because I said maybe we can revisit like if it's warm enough going on a walk um, on Saturday or like going to a museum on Saturday. And this conversation was on Sunday. And so he was like, hey, a week seems like so long, but nice talking to you, which is a nice text. 
considering this guy doesn't even like to text and texted right after. So I was like, all right, brownie points for that too. Then the next day, I'm getting ready for work, getting ready to clock into Zoom. And I get a text from him that says, good morning, how did you sleep? This is where we get into the realm of like texts that I don't necessarily love because we still don't know each other. And that's, I think it shows care, but also like imagine caring about how someone slept who you don't know. So I was like, yeah, like I slept well. Like, what about you? And he was like, I slept well, tired for a Monday. And then we talked about how many Zoom calls we have. And it, it was snowing like crazy that day. And he was like, I hope you're surviving the snow. And then like we kind of left it at that. What I do like is he didn't try to text me all day because I'm like, we really simply cannot. We had a phone call. We had a little text exchange or having another one. Like, I'm good on the text. The next text should probably be like to set up logistics for actually doing something, not like mindless banter. So this is interesting. Like so far, so good. A better one of the better uh, dating app interactions. Dating app interaction number two. There's a guy that I'm talking to on Mumble. He's interesting. He is studying to be a therapist. He currently works in a clinic. Having a good flow of conversation. I like that he's really into mental health. I like that he's into helping people. I think his profession sounds super interesting. And it was like a free-flowing conversation. But what I do not like is he asked for my phone number, gave it to him. Then he continues to like hit me up in the app. So one day he hits me up in the app and I don't answer. And I think I was just busy. Like it wasn't on purpose. But he then sends me a mess. He sent, he double messages me and he says, oh, guess not. Because he like asked me to hang out. But I'm like, you asked for my number. You have my number. You're texting me in the app. I'm not answering. And then eventually in the app, I just say, hey, text me and give him my number again. So he texts me and he was like, yeah, I think we should hang out. What are you doing this week? I'd love to chill and chat. Is it not a global pandemic? What does chill and chat mean? And I don't know. I, I think it's the lack of clarity for me. <laughs> and I don't really want to Netflix and chill with strangers. If that's your vibe, that's your vibe. I'm not judging. I just don't want random dudes in my apartment hanging out with me. That's probably not safe, right? So <laughs> I just didn't really know what to say about that because also like it, it's the lack of effort for me like I don't know chilling and chatting is for people who I already know like my girl one of my girlfriends come over and chill and chat one of my guy friends come over and chill and chat like guys I've already been seeing whatever comes in at my apartment but like you are a stranger you're not even gonna try to take me on a date you're not even like gonna get a coffee like we don't have to do anything extravagant but like the lack of effort coming out of the gate like didn't excite me and probably it's why I didn't really answer his message of like, hey, do you want to chill and chat? Sounds like a lot of effort. Thank you so much. So that's probably a no for me also, but good conversation. Love the idea of him becoming a therapist. For the third situation, I matched with this guy who I've definitely matched with before during one of my dating apps moments because like I've said there have been many of me like I have the apps for a week and then I'm like I hate it here and I delete them and go back to my life so him and I have definitely matched before I'm not a person who calls that out but he 100% called it out and he was like hey we've matched before like do you just want my number which was interesting but I was like okay whatever 
So we're texting yesterday and he's like asking me what kind of music I like. Um, we're talking about like hanging out in New York during the pandemic, how we should have gotten together this summer um, because he remembers me and da 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 da. So in the midst of this texting, I suddenly get a FaceTime from him, like out of nowhere, I get a FaceTime. And I guess not only are guys feeling bold, but I'm not doing anything. So I'm answering <laughs> these random phone calls. And we ended up FaceTiming for a couple hours, which is interesting in itself. It was a journey. And on the FaceTime, he's just like asking me a series of questions, but in true Shelby fashion. And again, this is probably why I'm single, but I, I'm so fascinated by the dating apps and it feels like a big case study to me. I asked him like, what is he looking for in a dating app? Like, what kind of girls does he usually swipe on? Like, I have no ability and no interest, honestly, in coming to this conversation and being like, hi, I'm Shelby. Like, we should go on a date. Like, being all cute. Like, that's not the brand. I'm literally interviewing him. We're we're on... That could have been a podcast episode, and I told him that. I was like, this could be a podcast episode. Like, I was interviewing him, and not in a, like, interviewing him to be my boyfriend. I'm interviewing him to say, like, what are you doing on this dating app? Like, what's been your experience during the pandemic? He was calling his ex toxic, which I don't love. Red flags for that. Never hate on the ex, especially early. Like, it's never one-sided. And if you call her toxic, I I might be called toxic. So don't love that. But I was just asking him questions like, what are you doing here? Why did you swipe right in my profile? Like, and I'm just curious. Like, it's so funny because I was using it. It's almost like a feedback loop of like, what are guys thinking about on these dating apps? And he's like, well, and he was very honest. That's why he was so fascinating. He was so honest. He was like, your profile, like you have cute pictures. You're like, have a really good smile. Love the natural hair. And he was also saying that, of course, guys are looking to just hook up on the dating apps. He's like, it's, and it, I mean, that's nothing new to me, but I also think men do a really good job of dressing it up because I know not every woman is like, hey, do you want to come over tonight? Yeah, sure, let's do it. Like, they kind of play like they actually want to hang out with you, but deep down, they only want to hook up with you. So instead of saying that outright, they kind of do a little song and dance. He's basically saying people on the dating apps are so confused and they're acting really confused, but in reality, we should all just say what we want to do. And so I asked him, I was like, so what What does that mean to you? And he was like, I don't know. It's kind of like I'm matching their energy. Like, if a girl just wants to hook up, I'm down for that. If a girl wants to hook up and like she wants to text, maybe she wants to go on a couple of dates. And I said, okay, so you that's like leaning toward getting a girlfriend. He was like, no, it's kind of like a friends with benefits thing. Like, I'm not just going to hook up with you. I will talk to you. We can do things outside of a physical relationship, but like maybe we're not exclusive. Not being exclusive during a pandemic sounds like a no for me, but I'm like really interested to hear just like his thought pattern and experiences he's been having with girls on the apps. And he was saying that girls are very interesting because it's hard to read what they want. Like he was saying that he thinks a lot of the reasons that guys kind of chicken out is because he finds that when he's direct with women, they act like they're about it and then they're not. And he's like, and that's cool too. Like whatever you want to do is what you want to do. But I just think we could all do better with some clear communication, which I think is sound advice. We're all grown. Like you can say whatever you want your situation to be. No one is judging you. But I was just fascinated by the fact that he was letting me ask him all these questions. It was it was literally hilarious. Like I wish I could break it down with him live. Um, 
because it's not like I need the dating apps explained to me. I just love hearing like the psychology behind it. Like, what are you saying as openers? Are you complimenting people? Are you trying to sleep with every girl you meet? And then you so during this FaceTime, he was asking me some questions too. He was like, okay, so what are you on the dating apps to do? And I was like, honestly, I haven't really thought about that. It's something passive. I'm not really looking for a boyfriend. I'm leaving New York at the end of February um, and heading back to the Midwest for a little bit until our office reopens. I just don't want to pay New York rent anymore. And he's like, oh, so you're here for like a few more weeks. Like you're not, you're clearly not looking for a serious situation. And I was like, I don't know what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for guys who I've never met to invite themselves to my apartment in the midst of a global pandemic. I was like, I don't know if that's helpful, but that's what I'm not looking for. And we ended up having this really good chat, but it's it's funny because it's like, we could be friends. I, I say all this to say, like, I almost encourage people to do more of these random phone calls. It didn't have the pressure of like a virtual date. I, I was not cute. I was literally laying across my bed on my laptop doing things for this podcast when he called me. And we had a good chat. I laughed. Um, he went through my Instagram. Oh my God, guys, like what is happening? He went through my Instagram live. Like he was like, all right, like, let's look, let's look at this Instagram. He looks at my Instagram and he's like, okay, you look cute in this one. Like you have really gorgeous eyes. And he, he called me modest. He was like, you're from Ohio. You look very modest in these photos. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? Post like fashion over fits or something? Like my grandma follows me on Instagram. Like, am I supposed to get wild there? So it's also was interesting to me just to see how strangers perceive me because most guys, that I talk to know me really well or have known me for years. So it's very interesting to hear someone from the outside say how they perceive you with really nothing to lose. Like there's no, like, I'm not going to get mad. I don't know you. And so it was just funny. It was funny to give him feedback on his profile and like how he talks to me because I recalled our conversation from summer. And I remember being kind of like whatever about it because there is no intentionality. And he was saying to me, he was like, what are your standards? Like, what do you what do you want guys to do? And I'm like, it's not roll out the red carpet. And maybe it's too much to ask from guys you're meeting on the internet. I don't know. But I don't want guys to just be like, I'm not going to take you anywhere. I'm not even going to like try to plan a date. Like, it can be very basic. Like, we can go on a walk and get a drink. Like, it doesn't have to be anything insane. But guys just aren't trying that hard they basically are messaging you and being like do you want to come over do you want to come or like do you want to come to my place and I told him I was like going to someone's place isn't a date and he was like it can be and I'm and I was saying to him like as a woman it just feels a little unsafe like I don't know you and when a guy says something like oh can I cook for you it's like seems very predatory like I don't know your apartment situation I don't know you And now I'm at your house with like no clear exit plan, really. It's just we're kind of hanging out and it's over when I say it's over. Um, And I just don't think that's the best position to put someone in in the early stages of dating. I think it makes a lot of sense to be on a neutral ground and be somewhere where both parties feel comfortable and there's space to leave if you don't want to be there. Like not every guy's a good guy. And I feel like it could get contentious if you wanted to leave some guy's house. Like, yeah, I'm not really feeling comfortable. I want to leave. And I mean, I hope nothing would happen, but I'm really honest with myself about how I feel in situations. And I don't want to make myself do things just because it's a dating app norm or it's a 
it's a societal norm or a guy's convincing you that it's normal. Like if you don't feel good about it, you don't have to go. And if you feel about it, good about it, you can go. But I also sometimes with friends, I'm like, turn on find ter- or turn on your location because I want to know that like you're safe and you're good and that you got home okay. And so I'm just like obviously the mom of the friend group, but him and I were having this really honest discourse about what's expected. And he was basically saying like, would love to hang out. Do you want to get like a Starbucks soon? And I said to him, I was, and I, <laughs> again, me asking very blatant questions. I was like, does a Starbucks actually mean a Starbucks or are you trying to invite yourself to my house? <laughs> and he thought that was really funny. And I was like, yeah, but like, you've been suggestive at points during this phone call, which is like, okay, that's fine. I hear you. But I just want to be because he was saying how like communication is really important to him I was like I just really want to be honest like we've never met I'm not going to insinuate that I want to hook up with you like if we get Starbucks like we're just getting Starbucks and he thought that that was so funny that I said that but I was like I almost feel like I need to have these points of clarification because you find yourself in these very like strange situations with dudes that they think something's gonna happen and I'm like "Mm, probably not so yeah that's like my dating app roundup I would say some also interesting observations have been that it's just a way to meet people it doesn't have to turn into a romantic connection I think it's been really cool to see just how people pop in and out of your life and how everything doesn't have to manifest into romance like sometimes you meet people and you have a good conversation and really that's all there is to it not putting a lot of pressure on the dating apps and I think that's why it's fun but it's just a reminder to kind of like get out there and see who's out there but like do what you're comfortable with doing. It's a really weird time to date. And I'm sure for a lot of people, it's a really lonely time. But there's a lot in human connection of just like pure conversation and seeing where it's going. So that's definitely something that's been fun to me so far. Um, I also wanted to say thank you so much for all of your topic suggestions on my Instagram page. I am excited to find guests for all those topics. Looks like we're going to talk about everything from those who successfully found love during quarantine to those who want to start a new job. We want to hear about people's side hustles, changing careers in your 30s, religion. Looks like you guys want to cover it all. And I'm really excited to find guests for all of the above. Sending you love and warmth. And thank you for tuning in to another episode. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I would also love your feedback. If you enjoyed the episode or have a comment for me, please leave me a review on the Apple Podcast app. See you next week.